Hello and welcome to Jungle Gym from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Adventures of Jungle Jim. The Adventures of Jungle Jim is based on the characters to be found in the action pictures of the same name which appear every Sunday in the Comic Weekly. If you haven't read this delightfully entertaining comic section lately, you have a pleasant surprise in store for you. It's the tops in entertainment for the whole family. You'll find the best cartoonists, humorists, and artists in the Comic Weekly. Such men as Percy Crosby, who does Skippy, Chick Young, who does the amusing marital adventures of Blondie, H.H. Nurr's perennial favorite, the Cats and Jammer Kids, and Walt Disney's star Grouch, the amusing Donald Duck, and a host of others. All in full color, all to be found in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with the great Hearst and other Sunday newspapers from coast to coast. Don't miss it. And now, the adventures of Jungle Jim. Jungle Jim Bradley and Kolu started out to drive to Knowlton, where Jim's old school, Grayson College, is located. Kolu thought that would be the perfect place for Jim to rest and recover from the effects of the gunshot wounds he acquired capturing two Nazi spies. Interrupted momentarily, Jim and Kolu have finally arrived in Knowlton. We find them staying in a little cottage overlooking the campus. Why, just look at that campus. Beautiful old trees and buildings. Why, it seems like another world, Kolu. It's a good place for get well quick. I feel better already. Tomorrow I'm going to look up some of my old professors and call on Dean Willard. They'd be glad to see you again, if they remember me. After all, it's been quite a few years since I've been back here. Oh, they know you. You've got big reputation. And they probably never heard about it. You don't know the place the way I do. It's so so isolated from the rest of the world and so calm and peaceful. Well, the only things that are important here are the local happenings. Little school matters, Colo. Why, they don't probably even know there's a war going on. But one Jim... Good Lord, what was that? Explosion. Look, it started fire there in that building. The chemistry lab. Tuan, if they not know about war, they make sounds like it. Come on, Colo. Looks like we're not going to wait tomorrow to pay calls. We're going to start right now. But Dean Willard, perhaps some student or instructor, was working on an experiment in the lab tonight. No, 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 Jim. No one was in the building. We've checked. Explosions not just happen. Someone make them. Well, sometimes certain natural elements coming together at the right time can cause an explosion. This was not the result of natural causes, Mr. Bradley. What? Oh, Doris, I, I didn't hear you come in. Uh, Jim, allow me to present my secretary, Doris McCall. How what do you do? do? Uh, what do you mean, Miss McCauley, about the explosion? I mean, I think it was deliberate. No, now, Doris. Have you told Mr. Bradley about the notes you've received? Notes? Oh, well, they were written by some crank. I don't think so. Here, I've saved them. Uh, oh, here they are. Read them, Mr. Bradley, and see if you think they're harmless. I didn't want to mention them, Jim, because they throw suspicion on someone who was 
formerly here at the college. I see. I will destroy you as I was destroyed. It's unsigned. That's the first one. It arrived over two weeks ago. Well, this one says, first I will destroy everything you love, then you will go. Everything I love. That's the school here. And that note arrived this morning. Have you any theories as to who might have written these, Dean? Jim, I don't want to point an accusing finger at the man I've known for 20 years. Uh, Dean Willard, I can understand your feelings in the matter. But you must realize that the police are going to ask you questions about this business. Yes, 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 you're right. Well, Jim, it was my unpleasant duty to discharge Professor Wiley about three months ago. Uh, do you remember him? I should say I do. We used to call him Professor Loco. He always seemed a little mad. Yeah, he's gotten much worse in the last couple of years. Neglected his classes, his appearance, talked to himself... He was constantly complaining that people hated him and were attempting to injure him in some way. The persecution complex? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I put up with it as long as I could, but the chemistry department began to go to pieces, and I was forced to ask for his resignation. He made plenty of fireworks over that, Mr. Bradley. I was in the office when it happened. Yes, yes. He said that at last he knew who it was who hated him, who had blocked his advancement. Uh, he meant you, Dean Willard. Uh, yes, Jim. Ridiculous. Of course. I think I'll have a little talk with Professor Wiley. Perhaps we can clear this whole thing up tonight. Here we are, up the stairs, Miss McCauley. Oh, I guess we better ring the bell. Hmm, no answer. Does he live here alone? He has an old housekeeper, but she's probably gone home at this hour. Well, either he's not home or he doesn't want company. Say, wait a minute. What is it? The door. It's open. What are you going to do? I'm going in and have a look around. But suppose he comes back and catches you. I'll cross that bridge later. I'm going with you. Come on. All right. Pretty dark in here. I don't want to put on a light until I have to. I feel as though someone were watching us. There's another door. It leads into the professor's study. No one seems to have heard us. Uh, reach for the light switch on the wall. Right. It ought to be over here someplace. Oh, there it is. I've got it. Well, there's nothing here. What would you expect to find? I don't know, but I was getting so frightened walking around in the dark. Nothing would have surprised me. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to it myself. Now, let's see. What are you looking for? Typewriter. Typewriter? Do you mean to say we broke in here to use Professor Wally's typewriter? Yes, Miss McCauley. Why? Why? Because the threatening notes sent to Dean Willard were typewritten. You see, every typewriter has definite characteristics. Even the same make varies enough to identify the machine by the writing. Oh, I see. Do you, my dear? Professor Wiley. May I ask the meaning of this? Professor Wiley, I, I believe I can explain. Can you? Well, you'd better explain quickly before I call the police. What do you mean by breaking into my house this I way? I wouldn't call the police if I were you. You might find it difficult to explain a few things yourself. Just what do you mean, young man? I mean the mysterious explosion that wrecked the chemistry building. So, that too is being laid at my door. I'm to be blamed for that too. I tell you, there's a plot to discredit me. Someone is trying to ruin me completely. Where were you when the explosion occurred, Professor? Well, right here in my study. What right do you have to question me? Well, please understand, I want to help you if you're not guilty. Not guilty? Of course I'm not guilty. Then where were you just now? Where did you come from? Get out. Get out of my house. You realize that if you don't answer, you're pointing the finger of suspicion at yourself. Oh. At last you've all succeeded. Succeeded in your plot against me. There's no plot against you, Professor Wiley. Get out! 
Get out. Send for the police. Have me put away. Justice. There is no justice. You're out of your mind, Professor. Perhaps. Perhaps I am. Persecution has done it. Persecution. What else could we do? Well, I don't know, but I... After all, we have no legal right to arrest him. We have no actual proof that he committed the crime. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to bring the police into this. Perhaps then we can force him to talk. You see, we'll have to swear out a warrant. <laughs> Another explosion. Kolo! Yes, Tuan Jim? Turn around. We're going back and get Wiley. Warrant or no warrant? Here's Professor Wiley's house again. Come on. Colo two, Tuan. Yes, Colo. I may need your help. Here's the door. Jim. Dean Willard. What are you doing here? I got worried about you and Doris coming here, and I, I went after you. You heard the second explosion? Yes, just as I was coming up the front steps here. Well, there's no doubt in my mind any longer about who set the explosions. It's Professor Wiley. Well, the man's definitely out of his mind. We'd come back to get him and have him put away. I'm afraid that won't be necessary. What? What do you mean? He's dead. Suicide. Dead. But he was alive not ten minutes ago. A moment after the second explosion occurred, just as I was about to go into the house, I heard a pistol shot. I rushed in and found him dead in the study. Let's go in. There he is, lying on the floor before his death. <sighs> He's dead, all right. He's still holding the gun in his hand. Yes, I see. Well, then... Who set off the second explosion? It couldn't have been Professor Wiley. Why do you say that, Doris? Well, you said that you heard the pistol shot only a moment after you heard the explosion. Professor Wiley couldn't be in two places at once. Uh, probably set a time bomb. Uh, don't you think so, Jim? No doubt about it. But uh, that isn't what puzzles me. Huh? Look where the gun is. What do you mean? In his right hand. Kolo understand, one Jim. Gun in right hand. Bullet hole in left side of head. Exactly. Well, then you mean... That Professor Wiley was not a suicide. He was murdered. Murdered? But who? Yes. Who would you say was the murderer, Dean Willard? Who, Bradley? <laughs> Don't touch that gun. Uh, too late, Jim. I've got it. Now, one move out of any of you and I'll shoot you the way I shot Wiley. Dean Willard. Yeah. Surprise, Doris? Yes, I killed Wiley and I set off the two explosions. Yeah. Too bad you're so clever, Mr. Bradley. You almost spoiled a perfect crime. I have spoiled it, Dean Willard. You won't get away with this. I think I will, Jim. I think I will. Let's see. The time is now 11.57. I have exactly three minutes to talk to you. What do you mean? There's a time bomb under this house that will blow it to kingdom come at 12 midnight. Oh, no, no. Oh, yes. You see, I knew that while he had perfected the formula to harden steel beyond anything known today, there was a fortune in it. But Wiley, in his mad way, wasn't interested. I planned to get that formula for myself, and I've succeeded. But why did you blow up the chemistry lab and the science building? I was afraid that there might be some of Wiley's notes still around somewhere, and I was taking no chances. You made it appear as though Wiley had done it. <laughs> yes, Doris, with your unwitting help. Oh, what a fool I've been. Uh, what fools you've <laughs> all been. <laughs> well, I must leave you now. In a little over a minute, this house will be demolished and all my guilt with it. Goodbye, my friends. I'm so sorry to do this, but 
You are too clever. Yes. Too clever to live. I'd like to say one thing before you leave, Dean Willard. Now say it fast, Jim. You haven't long. Very well. Suppose I say it fast. Wait. Cole! Cole, grab the gun. I got it. I have guns on him. Good. Come on. We've got to get out of here. Dean Willard. He's unconscious. I must have knocked him out when I jumped for him. I got him. Come, Pond. Okay, come on. Miss McCauley, are you all right? I'm all right, I think. Kolu? Kolu, all right. He all right, too. This Dean Willard. That was just a little too close for comfort. What we do now, Tuan Jim? Taking this man to the police and turning him in. Then? I don't know, Kolu. Kolu, no. We go back to city. We get placed near riveting machine and boiler factory and big noisy traffic corner. What are you talking about, Kolu? Nice, quiet place, no good. Go back to nice, noisy city, both get rest. <laughs> Maybe you're right, Golo. Maybe you're right. <laughs> Perhaps there's something in what Kolu says after all. We have a private little theory about Jim Bradley... We think that he's just one of those men who don't have to look for adventure because adventure looks for them. Listen in again next week for another exciting adventure of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow other adventures of Jungle Jim every Sunday in the Comic Weekly. Pages and pages of comics and action pictures in full color. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who look forward to Sunday reading for amusement and interest with the Comic Weekly. It comes to you with the great Hearst and other Sunday newspapers from coast to coast. Don't miss it. (laughs) 